and welcome. Thank you for taking some time out today to seek God. This is a brave choice you've made. And whether you believe in God, whether you struggle with that belief, whether you don't believe in God, seeking Him is the greatest human pursuit. And here we're taking a risk that God is in fact there and that He wants us to pursue Him. And the journey itself will be rewarding. In the moments that we have together, we'll worship by praying, reading scripture, and then reflecting. This time is your time. I'm only here to help. If you're able, you may want to kneel or sit comfortably. At the very least, free yourself of distraction. Calming our bodies and minds is not only relaxing, but it reminds us of our own limits and that a non physical God is sought in non-physical ways. So once you're comfortable, let's begin. Close your eyes and take a breath. You're about to speak to the creator of everything. And this is not meditating, which is turning inward into yourself. Prayer, on the other hand, is intentionally reaching beyond ourselves to the source of everything. We're reaching into the void and what will happen exactly is unknown. But isn't that where the adventure is? Now speak out loud or in your mind. God knows your deepest thoughts, so express your intentions for this time. You can say, God, when you speak, how do I know it's you? And what do I do when I doubt you? Now take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. And now we'll read scripture, and we do this because we believe that God is a communicating God, and he's revealed himself to people who have written their experiences for our benefit. We don't have to understand it or be Bible scholars, but we do have to receive it and believe that God communicates. Today we'll read Genesis chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, which say, But about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you must not eat it or touch it or you will die. No, you will not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Whatever you believe about the first several chapters of Genesis, this is the narrative of the fall of humanity. It's an epic showdown between God's image bearers and the cunning serpent. It's fascinating. Let's take a look. The serpent asks Eve if God really said she couldn't eat from any tree in the garden in a clear obfuscation of God's command. Eve corrects him, saying they must not eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. Of course, she adds just a tad herself by saying they can't even touch it. 
What's interesting at this point is that the serpent doesn't question her recall. He questions God's intentions. You will not die. He knows your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God. The accusation against God is that he isn't honest, has ulterior motives, and is holding out on his creation. This is a strange accusation for a creature to make. But it happens every day, even by you and me. Incredibly, the serpent was technically and cunningly right. They did not physically die, at least not immediately. Of course, they were doomed, cut off from God's method of life-giving energy, the tree of life. Humans became spiritual zombies. But the real kicker is that they did, in fact, become like God, knowing good and evil. God himself says so in verse 22. We will not plumb the depths here. This story has served humanity for thousands of years and will continue to. But there is a point to be made that's often overlooked. Often this passage is used as a weapon to enforce a particular view of scripture or of theology. To doubt a particular interpretation is to doubt God's speaking. But that wasn't Eve's problem. She knew what God said. She got an A on her systematic theology. She knew the answer. She paid attention. So where did she go wrong? It was her belief in the character of God. You can question God's existence, the precision of his communication, his methods. You can hurl all your complaints, doubts, cussing, cursing directly to his face. But there is no cure for doubting his motives. This can turn the most beautiful cherub into a Satan, and it can do the same in you and me. Either God created us for beautiful relationship, or he's holding out on us. Every creature must decide for themselves. God, once again, I am rocked by your methods. But I do believe your intentions are far better than I could ever imagine. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. Thank you for taking this time. Feel free to stay here as long as you like. May God bless your day, and I look forward to being here with you again next time. Thank you.